Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. It is my turn to go first this week, even though I don't want to, and I'm scrambling to prepare myself. So we're going to start off with our fact of the day, which I need to pull this up so I can get the story specifically, because, and um, I think this deserves a, uh, what do they call it, a content warning, uh, trigger warning, whatever. Um, Anyway, today, April the 26th, is Denim Day. Uh, and it is a um, event held around the world, and it all started with, and I don't want to get this story wrong, so I'm just going to pull it up verbatim. Uh, Peace Over Violence has run its Denim Day campaign on a Wednesday in April in honor of Sexual Violence Awareness Month. This campaign was originally triggered by a ruling in the Italian Supreme Court where a rape victim or a rape conviction, excuse me, was overturned because the justices felt that since the victim was wearing jeans that were too tight, she must have helped her rapist remove the jeans, which would imply consent, consent, which is super fucked up. And so there you have it. Today is Denim Day. People are wearing denim around the world to show uh, support for that cause. So uh, in honor of Sexual Assault or Violence Awareness Month, that is your fact of the day. Good to know. I'm not wearing denim today. I failed. I, I was I not aware, but I'm going to go put jeans on immediately after this podcast. I wore denim. I was allowed to wear jeans to work today uh, in honor of that tradition. I need to look for something really quick. So while I'm doing that, Jake, please introduce your first beer. I'm going with a Pochki flavored stout. Pochki? Yeah. What's Pochki? Poch- you don't know what a Pochki is? I don't think I know what that is. It's like a uh, Polish donut. Uh, I think okay. it's Polish I it's, anyway. I think I've heard of that. It's from Mars Community Brewing in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I need to look. There's like a holiday where potchkes are special. special. Uh, yeah, it's a filled donut found in Polish cuisine. Um, Ash Wednesday. They're big on, or no, they're big on Fat Tuesday. Which Fat Tuesday, I guess. Is the day before Lent starts for Catholics. Um, I just saw they were at the the beer place that I go to. I'm not Catholic, but I'm going to drink it because it's supposed to taste like a donut. And you may notice a theme with my second beer of the evening later. Uh, some other donut? Maybe another Pachki. I don't know. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Sheesh, Louise. I think I'm caught up with what I need to be. I bought some fun beers, and I will tell you that I bought these fun beers in order to support a local business, and in doing that, I cost myself way too much money for what these are. I also need to hop into the Discord right now, just in case anybody wants to chat in the Discord. I'm in there. Jake's in there. You can join us in there and chat if you don't want to do it on YouTube. Okay. Um, yeah, so you know how like if you go to like Total Wine or whatever your beer store is of choice, like cans are like anywhere from like 2 to $5 a can? Yep. Guess how much I paid per can at the fucking place that I went to? 12 10 was, was the highest. Eight I was gonna ten say was ten. The two highest numbers. So, mother sucker, I forgot my glass. Wife, if you're tuned in, if you wouldn't mind bringing me a glass, that would be awesome. I would appreciate it. But I'll intro the beer while I wait. Um, so I bought some really fun ones. I'm actually really excited about them. So I was willing to pay the money so that I could a support the local business and b um, have some fun beers. So this is 903 Brewers. It's in Texas. It's called Patio Crusher Slushy. It is a Berliner Weiss style aged ale on, or excuse me, it's aged on. Mango, pineapple, and coconut. So, fun little can there. I have a beer from them, actually. Do you? 
because I have several of them that I'm going to be drinking over the next uh, several podcasts. Yeah, I've got a bir- like a birthday. It's like a cake and buttercream. See that cake and buttercream, con- like funfetti oh, nice. cake stout. Hopefully, you're getting them cheaper than I am. I got it from Tavor, which is in our link in the description uh, once this video is posted after the fact because I forgot to add it in there. But if you use that link and sign up for Tavor, you guys get $10, we get $10. So sign up so we can send Kyle some beer. Uh, is beer delivery le- Beer delivery is legal in California because I almost DoorDash beer to your house. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know cool. what sources, but like I don't know who can and cannot send beer to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to open this. I'm, I'm glassless, which means I'm classless, and I'm sorry for that. You know what they say. You ain't got no glass. You ain't got no class. That's what I say. Have some class. Fr- freeze your glass. Ugh. Oh, it's gone. TikTok is a bartender. Anyways, Kyle, what's the first topic for this week? That is delicious. Okay. <clears throat> Jake, I saw something on the Reddits. As you know, I'm not a social media person anymore, but I do still occasionally peruse Reddit. Big Reddit boy. It's delicious. Hold on. And no glass. That's sad. Must not have heard me say that I needed a glass. Take that as a no. Okay. Um, I saw something on Reddit, and it bothered me. So I'm going to have a political conversation with you here. I don't really care who... Uh, or like really what side of the aisle on, who you vote for, whatever. Um, But when you're looking for the candidate that you're going to vote for, uh, I would think that you would like that candidate to genuinely align with your policies, if I'm not mistaken. I think most people would say that, hey, I want you to be genuinely invested in the same thoughts, feelings, whatever, that I have and have the same values, that type of thing, right? So I saw this post on Reddit politics, and it said this. Millennials and Gen Z are pressing Biden to run on a more progressive agenda. And it fucking annoyed me because I need to look up the exact number, but we could look it up very easily. And you can do this right now if you feel like Googling it on your second monitor and tell me how many years Joseph Biden has been in politics. Because I can say it's probably really freaking high. Yeah, it's a long time. I mean, the dude's 80 years old. Uh, I have no... first election into political office um for not like local level but for as a U- uh, united states senator for the state of delaware he was elected in january or his first day in office was january 3rd 1973 so 50 years that's a long fucking time and along with that long time comes a track record right like this it's how politics work the way that you vote and the way that your opinions are genuinely stay relatively consistent over time. That's not to say that you can't change your mind on certain topics or be swayed one way or the other. But there is there is a pattern of your behavior that is in the public eye for now 50 years. And so I think it's it's silly to even from a if you're a really progressive person, I can understand why you might not like Joe Biden because he is a little bit more middle of the aisle, I would say. But the problem is, is if you are going to try to push him to run on an agenda that is more progressive than he is, you are just asking him to lie to you. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't understand it. And so really I bring this topic to you and it doesn't have to take forever, but I'm just curious what your thoughts are on um, 
and we can bring this into even like the bigger umbrella of like campaign promises too, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do you think about people that are stepping in and campaigning on an agenda that a they just don't? There's no chance of them com- like actually completing the things that they're telling you that they can, or b they're just not even interested in dealing with, like to that degree of political spectrum on either side. Uh, I just I want your thoughts on this from a campaigning standpoint. I can understand the desire for him to want to adapt to more progressive policies. Um, and the only reason I understand it and, and I'm somewhat okay with the pressure for someone to do that is because, uh, especially with the Democratic Party, the Democrats tend to just pick the most moderate candidate of the group that can still pull most of the vote of anybody who is left-leaning but can maybe flip some of those in the middle. And so because Joe Biden wasn't Bernie Sanders and wasn't, you know, farther left on the spectrum, I think people need a lot of reminders, though, that even the most left people on the American political spectrum are still right overall on the right side of the overall political spectrum of the world. Um, Yeah. So I, I get why they want that. But at the same time, like for me, especially with the president, like the campaign promises mean so little to me because there's just been so many examples of so many presidents not following through with their promises. Because they don't have the power to. Exactly. They can Most only of the do. That they say. Yeah, they can only do so much. You know, ninety nine percent of it comes down. Maybe not that high of a percentage, but a large portion of it. The major, the vast majority of what can be done politically comes from Congress and the Senate, not necessarily the president. It's not yeah, like the president is the a dictator. Is people don't understand that though. Agreed. Yeah. And so that they do believe things that are said on the campaign trail, like to whatever degree. And I think it's just, it just bothers me so much to ask someone to lie to you. You know what I mean? Like you are intentionally telling this person, I want you to say things that are more progressive than you are willing to enact policy on. Yeah. And I just don't get it. And I think like, I I don't know. Politics. Politics suck. Uh, I'm never going to, it's very important that you are involved in politics and you should do your research and make sure that you're voting for the candidates that you truly believe will help the country the most and the state and your cities, et cetera. But it's harder in local elections unless you actually know the people, but at the presidential level or like in the Senate, like you have, you can generally see like a track record of who these people are. Yeah. And all in all, just to kind of sum it up, like the entire system is just fucked where like if you want the Democratic or Republican nomination, you and anybody else who's running for that nomination have to shit talk your colleagues for three, six months plus sometimes. And then as soon as you concede to them or you're not given the nomination, suddenly they're your best fucking friend. Yeah. And that happens on both sides. And it just, so like, what's, we don't know what is truthful like truthfully being said in politics anymore until we actually see the action anyway. So for well, me, that's kind of my point, right? Like you no, go ahead. I'll let you finish that. If, if running on a more, a slightly more progressive platform gets more votes, I understand why you want that. But I, you also have to go into the entire political argument with the idea that like he can only do what Congress and the Senate allow him to do. It's not like he has overarching authority to make all of those policies happen. But if you're a first-term president, which in this case he's not, and you're campaigning on an agenda that you don't believe in, then you're also dealing with the repercussions of the fact that you're probably not going to be reelected. If you fail to meet all of these agenda items that you're throwing out there to get into office and you're blatantly lying, for example, right? Like, oh, yeah, I want to completely ban something. Controversial this, right? 
and then you don't do it and you never talk about it again after you're elected, then the people that really wanted that and voted you for you because of that are going to fucking disappear. So then I guess you go round two and you lie to him again and you're like, this time I'm really going to do it. You know, I don't. Yeah. Like, it just it, drives it, me nuts. It does. And that's why the system is just broken. Like, we need to. There's just no. The problem is transparency, right? Like, there's just not yeah. a lot of transparency in the way that people are actually. And <clears throat> I wish we could. I wish candidates were only allowed to, like, promise something that's in their power to enact. <laughs> like, there needs to be, like, a live. And not it's like, you know, the it, right next to the fact checker, there needs to be a thing that's like, can they do this box? <laughs> and when they yeah, say it out literally. loud, it's either like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You know what I mean? I like, will legalize marijuana and expunge every thing that's ever happened because of weed. Uh, you don't have the party to that. I'm sorry. There just needs to be a disclaimer when they say shit that's wild and that people don't know if they can actually try to do that or not. I just... Yeah. I happen to be scrolling, and I usually don't care about, like, political shit on Reddit. And then I saw that headline, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing, guys? It's the same thing on the other side, right? Like, what if, like, all of a sudden, you know, you have, like, a relatively moderate Republican that's like, you need to go out there and say that we're going to fucking do all these crazy radical things. And it's like, it's the same concept. Like, why would you want that? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. That's kind of a short topic to just say, like, I think there needs to be campaign transparency a little bit, but also, B, for the audience that may or may not be listening to this, you need to do your research and find out what their actual policy agendas look like in the past and what kind of legislation they've tried to back in order to understand, and this is for my American people only, sorry, I know if there's other people other places, then I don't really know how your shit works, but for the American folks, pay attention to the way that they've voted on legislation over time. If it's somebody that's running for, like, an additional term if it's a first term person it's probably a lot harder yep agreed all right i like my vent mostly starting off with some spice i was a little spicy about that when i read a little spicy boy all right anyways you just bought a car i did i just bought two cars you did unfortunately (laughs) anybody know where i can sell feet pics anyways um sent me a screenshot of your tweet about that it was, I thought it was a banger. Didn't hit like I thought it was going to. But anyways, <laughs> Kyle, what are... I know we kind of talked about it when you purchased your car, but what are some of the things about the car buying process that you think can be improved to make it easier for people to purchase a vehicle, um, assuming you know they meet the criteria to purchase the vehicle? But what are also some of your favorite parts of buying a new vehicle? Um, sure. I think from, let's start with one. I'll start with the improvements thing. And I think if you're talking strictly like um, what could be improved to the consumer, regardless of what it does to the seller, I think the answer is, again, related to my previous topic, transparency. Because I want <clears throat> I want to be able to walk up and see the sticker price of a vehicle that is no shit, the dollar amount with fucking tax included that I'm going to pay when I walk out the door. Yeah, put the tax in there. If you're going to try and sell me on a warranty package, just fucking put the price in Whatever there. is going to be the dollar amount that is going to be on the piece of paper that you hand to me to sign when you make your first offer to me, that's what I want to see on there. Yeah. I don't want to see suggested retail. I don't want to see the, you know, for example, the dealership that I went to, they automatically, which is super frustrating, they do this protective coating on every brand new vehicle, and then they pay, make you pay for it. 
and so like whatever that dollar price is they automatically yeah. add on to suggested retail and then that's what they put on like this is our price but what they don't show you is that they're also going to um initially on their first offer add in a few extras talk about different you know whatever like i want you to anything that you're going to put on that fucking piece of paper put it on the sticker yep and then as a part of the sticker you can even like just note like this is optional right like this is what we're going to try to sell you but this is these things are optional or negotiable or whatever just be transparent with what pricing yep. actually looks like so that when i get to the final part where i'm handing you money it's not 10,000 more than i thought i was going to spend or whatever i think that's yep. one of the biggest things that needs to be improved one of the biggest things that I think should happen when you purchase a car, I think the dealer should take a, uh, a thing, uh, the computer monitor, turn it around to you, put in your credit information, and right there on the screen is every lender that you qualify with, what your rate's gonna be, and what you're gonna pay for that car. <clears throat> All things included and options in that price. Running your credit 30 fucking times doesn't matter. Once you run it one time, it's all the same. They all go off your, if you're not doing anything else with your credit for six months, you can run it through 30 credit agencies or 30 different banks, credit unions, whatever. It doesn't affect your credit anymore. I know that's so, how that is with a mortgage, but I honestly don't know if that's how it works with everything credit. Point. It is. It's it's with cars anyway. Like, hmm. because the basically the way that they described it to me at it's both dealerships, place. which makes me, and they were two different car dealers. So I bought from one dealership, Jess bought from another. And they both described it the same way. They basically said it doesn't matter how many times we run it. It's once the like once the loan hits your credit, that's really what what does something to it. Running like just running it to get ideas, it doesn't really affect it. That's not true though. They they're fucking with you a little bit because if you run your if if your I'm, credit is I'm, ran and you don't make a purchase and yes. then that time elapses, you're still taking a credit hit. Yes. So but, even if a loan isn't added to you, you will stick still take a, a credit hit. For the Correct, time. but if you take, I think if you take out a loan, because it implies that you're trying to be riskier with your credit, like by running credit, you're you're telling the credit bureau that you're trying to yeah. take money that you don't have. <laughs> I'm probably explaining it poorly. Not a financial advisor, but basically, also, like you can run it a bunch of times, and if you make one purchase, like if you get one loan, it's really all that affects your credit in the long run. Like six yeah. months from now, the inquiries fall off anyway. So it doesn't really matter six months from now. So you should be able to see every rate that you get for the monthly payment, every dealer, because it was the one thing that kind of annoyed Jess and I with where she purchased her vehicle is the salesperson told us we were through Chase. And then when we got to sign the paperwork, we weren't through Chase. It was some different credit union. We still got okay. a good rate. We still got good payments. I'm gonna give some not a financial advisor advice. In the case of what Jake's talking about. First of all, Jake, Carly wants to know if you paid dealer markups at your dealerships. We paid no dealer markups on either vehicle. Were they both used? Yeah. Okay. I think that unless you count, how they deal with that. Unless you count like the <clears throat> warranty packages that we purchased as no. dealer markups. No, no, no. But I don't. We're just saying like initial. Yeah. Which I think it's most. It's mostly on new cars. It's A, mostly on new cars, but I think it's a really a California thing, right? I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it. California. I've seen. I, no, I've, I've definitely seen it <clears> out here too. Uh, anyway, what was I starting? Oh, okay. Not a financial, financial advice, not a financial advisor, financial advice. Okay. So if you were going to go to buy a new car or really, this is probably decent advice if you're going to try to finance anything. Uh, but if you're going to go buy a new car, go to your own banking institution first and see what they will give you as an yeah, interest rate. We did. So do that. And then like, if you have multiple different banks or whatever, do it. If you have like a credit card company separate from your bank, ask them, ask 
Yep. Ask whoever you already do business with what they will give you as an interest rate on an auto loan. Um, and then if you're willing to do the research, I would just call around and ask a few different places just because, frankly, I don't fucking trust dealerships. I don't trust a thing about every... I assume that 99% of the words that come out of anybody in that building's mouth is a lie. It is a sales tactic. I think, and so, <clears throat> just a quick counterpoint, I think that's more, becoming more of a thing in the past because everybody, everybody who used to be a car salesman is so transparent on social media now that dealers know they can't get away with the bullshit they got away with 10 years ago. Nah, bro. They'll still fuck There's you. There's still some of it, but it's They're not gonna try. to the level it used to be. I, don't, I just fucking don't trust dealerships. I think they are all fucking sleazeballs. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you sell cars, but I don't trust you um, with my money at least. All right. So anyway, call around to some institutions and just see. Uh, it's especially easy, I think, if you don't have to. And like Jake was mentioning too, like if once your credits run, like it, it generally speaking, and I'd have to look into this for cars because I don't know how it works. But I, if your credit has been pulled, then it shouldn't matter if you're shopping your interest rate or if you're shopping your credit around after that. Um, so <clears throat> go call some other banks, credit unions, local credit unions. A lot of the time in your area will have good rates better so than major banks sometimes. Um, so just have an idea of what the best interest rate you can get is before you walk in the door of the dealership. And then when you get to the dealership, if they offer you something lower, great. As long as it's a reputable financial institution that you're not yeah. like freaking out about, take, take it. Right, like that's fine. Yeah, we got to. The but I've table. never financed a car through a dealership because I've always walked in with a better rate than they could give me. We got to the table of buying my car. <laughs> I had a, a deal through Chase. I was getting. I'll just be transparent because it doesn't really matter. I was getting a six point two four interest rate, which sounds high, but for market right now is actually pretty darn good. Um, and I when I got to got mine when I got to the table, the guy, the, the finance manager at the bank said, I think I can beat your rate through Wells Fargo. And I said, okay, why not? Like, what can you get me? And he yeah. beat my rate by like another quarter of a percent. So I walked into the dealership and I said, there's not a fucking chance in the world you're going to beat the rate that I'm going to walk in the door with. And they're like, <laughs> we can try. They couldn't. Yeah. And my rate is almost two whole percent lower than yours. So lucky you, man. <laughs> I knew because you're buying a new car. That it is different when you buy new versus used, and it's also because um, the financial institution that I bank with is pretty good about uh, auto loans. So, yeah. and I already knew that. I knew that walking in the door. So I walked in and I was like, "Listen, you are not going to beat this." And he's like, "Who do you bank through?" And I told him, "He's like, mm, we might be able to." And I was like, "No, you won't." And then he ran it, which I told him I didn't want them to run my credit. Period. I was like, "Don't fucking run my credit. I don't want you to because I I have the money. Here is the check. I don't want you to do that." Yeah. And they're like, "We're going to run your credit." I was like, "You suck." I was like, but since you're going to run it anyway, whether I get credit, you know, um, options or not, then go ahead and tell me what the options are in there. The, it was all worse. Yep. By at um, least like a quarter of a percent. So I just quick looked it up. This is from the American Express website. Um, basically, multiple applications for new credit accounts within a short time frame could point to a risky borrower. However, rate shopping for a singular loan may be treated as a single inquiry, and it will have minimal impact on your credit worthiness. Yeah. So... Basically, if you're going to a dealer and that dealer that you do one credit app with the dealer and they run it through multiple banks, it, it's one hit. It's one one yep. five point hit on your credit. So, and that's um, that implied that if you're shopping for the same loan, right? So even if you're calling around to different banks in the for an auto loan, for example, right? right like it should be the same concept. Exactly. So, you know, 
be willing to shop around. But I think the dealers should just be like, here's our options. Here's everything that we can do. Cause like, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you. If Chase was 4.0 and Wells Fargo was 3.99, I'm going to go with Chase at 4.0. I'm going to even, well, I, I already bank with them. It's a million times easier for me to log into my Chase app and just set up Auto Connect to the bank accounts that I already have. I don't have to deal with a new institution. I trust my bank. I have a personal banker at Chase. I can set everything up through them. The one per, the point zero one percent interest for me, I'm going to pay the car off early anyway. It doesn't matter. So for me, I don't care. I'll If it's a, a point of a percent, I'm not going to worry about it. But I want to have that option. I want to see everything. I don't need you to just be like, here's the range of payments you may qualify for based off of your credit score. Don't ever talk about payments. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about this on the episode that I talked yeah. about. If they ask you, what are you willing to do for a payment? Tell them, shut the fuck up. Say that verbatim. Because if you talk in percentage or in payment number, <clears throat> then they can charge you way more for that car at like an extended loan, which I think I read somewhere. Oh, that was about mortgages. I read somewhere recently that uh, the terms of loans are getting bigger, but I think it's just for mortgages, not for auto loans. But either way, they're going to give you like a 10-year auto loan, which I think is way unrealistic. I think the most you can get right now is like No, you nine. definitely can get that. I, I've seen it before. That's insane. My last car. That is insane. This, my one before this one was a seven-year loan. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. You should try to cap out at like a five-year car loan, in my opinion. Six. Six is pretty standard Six isn't at this bad. point. Six isn't bad. But if you can, I'm six I would in not go three months. What What is that in months? The total months. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't math well. Seventy five. I got like a really weird month one this time too. So like when I was shopping my auto loan with my financial institution, I was like, "Hey, what what do you'll do?" And I, and they were like, "Oh, we'll do a five year, <clears throat> or we'll do a five year." And I think it was also three months. And I was like, "Yeah, they what they the add, fuck? They for? weirdly add on three months for some reason. I don't know." But, but it was like the same said, interest rate, so I was like, "Sure, I'll take the three extra months." Yeah, I'm gonna pay it off early anyway. Yeah, it's so, not like I don't care. Um, um, but I, I just anyway. want the transparency of what my payments are gonna be, and just let me know who my who my options but don't are. Talk in terms of payments. Yeah, just want to hammer that one home. I, I got there talk and I said I've already run my cost. credit through Chase. If you're if what you offer me can't beat what Chase is gonna give me, I'm going with Chase. And <clears> basically <throat> the same thing that happened with you. They ran it, didn't think they could beat it. Got to the finance guy who knows the thing or two, and he was like, I think I can beat it. And I was like, please do. Because the basically, I was only going to get like gap coverage and then like the basic warranty with my car. And because he was able to get me that lower interest rate, I was able to get like the highest level of coverage on my car. So I basically have bumper to bumper, except it's not bumper to bumper because they can't say that because I have to pay a hundred dollar deductible. But if I get it back to them and it's totaled, they'll pay for it. I don't fucking know. Dude, it's so funny because I, I asked that same question. I was like, so is this the bumper to bumper coverage when we were talking about coverage options that I didn't yeah. buy from them anyway, because they gave me shitty pricing. Um, and he's like, well, we can't say that. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, because we don't, wouldn't actually like replace your bumper. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, they'll bro. replace, they'll replace my bumper, but they're literally like the, the term bumper to bumper implies that it's just covered and you have a deductible of a hundred dollars. But if you get it to us or one of our partner dealers, we cover it. We cover mm. the deductible for you. So, um, but yeah, because of, because of the rate that he was able to, he was able to beat it by a quarter of a percent. So I got the full warranty on my car for less than I was actually going to pay just for gap coverage basically. Mm. So it worked out in the end, but if you could just like, just tell me that up front. Just tell me what I'm gonna like. When you quote me with the price, don't get me to the table and then tell me, 
here's $60 more for your warranty and everything. Yeah. Just give me that number. I'm going to get it. Just tell me what it is so I'm prepared for it. Yeah, I, and uh, I'm going to quickly switch to the second part of this because we're running out of time for this topic. But um, you asked what would be what is the favorite thing about uh, the car shopping experience? Yeah, that and, or just new car ownership in general. And honestly, I think it is literally just like... I feel like you get like this sense of euphoria, if you will, of just like driving something new and like yeah. having new features, right? Like, so I think just oh, like yeah. exploring the new things about whatever it is that you purchase are, are is one of the best experiences because, and I would say that it's like <clears throat> test driving a bunch of different cars or whatever, you know, cause I think that'd be fun too. But like, I don't ever really do it that way. I go to a dealership no. knowing pretty well what I want to buy. Exactly. So I don't I go like test. 10 different cars yeah for this just needed a new car i just wanted one and i found the jeep I, I bought a jeep grand cherokee by the way um i found the jeep and i was like i'm buying that car and then the next day i was at the dealership buying yep. the car so that's what i do with mine uh i really i wasn't even interested in it and then carly was like you know you should really take a look at these and i was like okay and i did and i was like yeah these are really nice uh and my whole buying a ford lightning thing had really fallen out because ford's bunch of fuckers and they raise their prices so that your eb credit doesn't even matter anymore hey they're um, actually mad affordable out by me i'm just saying i don't believe you i can buy a mustang maki right now for like 42 grand that's a not affordable and b i i'm talking specifically about these trucks and evs in general well <clears throat> so anyway now you got me all fucking turned around on something else i don't even remember what i was saying uh, oh, and so uh, I was like, okay, and I looked online and I figured it out, and then I went to the dealership, and then they had me test drive one, and it was like a different trim or whatever, and he's like, well, I got this one, and it's got like it had everything I wanted, and I was like, I want this, and so the next day I went back and bought it. Yep, there you go. For me, uh, I, it's definitely like playing with all the new features of your yep. car. Like my car before was a luxury sedan, but it lacked a lot of the luxury features that are you know just more available now. So like. My car now, like I didn't want, I didn't care if I had a sunroof in my car. Every every day, I get my car, I slide that sunroof open. If the weather's nice, like it was today, I open that bad boy up. Didn't didn't even care if it was on the car. Haven't not used it since. I have the memory seats now. That's sick, dude. Like the I said that I told Carly, memory seats has to be a feature that I get on my next vehicle. I don't care what I buy. It has to have memory seats because. Every time she adjusts my seats, it drives me fucking crazy. And I feel like I can never get it back to where it was. Because she never adjusts it back. My so vehicle does not have memory seats. I have memory seats. I had seat to compromise on that. And two. I wish Jess I has two. I got one. I wish. And it's got I the had. easy out seats. So, like, it adjusts back to get in and out of the car. Oh, and then, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. you turn it on, it gets back in your spot. That's but yeah, nice. it's just being able to play around with, like, so many new features of the vehicle. Yep. Uh, assuming you have new features of the vehicle. But I agree. It's also just, like, a sense of pride. You're like, I have something new. Like I have something, like, exactly. The smells, the, you know, because oh, even if it's a used car, they, like, fucking spray fuckloads of new car scent in that bitch when they detail it. So That's the, that's the one thing that sucks about my car. I couldn't tell when we test drove it because it was, like, it was cold out and we were using the heat. But, like just sitting in the sun like i can tell the person smoked in the car before oh no that sucks so I, I know how to get it out i know how to get rid of the scent but it's just like i have to do it now that sucks but i didn't notice it until i got in my car today and i was like oh you fucker <laughs> you bitch i know his um, name too he left his fucking iphone attached his oh, iphone nice. yeah. yeah so devec full name what's no i just said unless his last name's iphone <laughs> 
His first name is Davek, D-A-V-E-K. If you had a Jeep Grand Cherokee Davek. and your name is Davek, Davek in the state of Davek. Illinois, if I ever see you, I'm going to punch you right in the dick. Right in the dick. That sounds like a guy that would smoke. Yeah. Davek. Davek. All right, anyway, moving on. Jake, rate your beer, please, before we move to the next topic. <clears throat> Honestly, it kind of fucking sucks. That is sad. I thought it was going to be really good. It might be just like, I don't know if it's like skunked out or what, but it just kind of tastes sour. That I'm not, I'm should not, about not be a flavor you get with a stout. Yeah, so it's got a weird aftertaste to it. I don't love it. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to finish it because I have to, but <clears throat> one, seven, five. Oof, that's rough. This is a 4.25, which might be one of the highest ratings I've given on the five scale. This was, was really, say. really, really good. Really good. What was it again? Was it a sour? No, it is just a slushy ale. That's basically a sour. I would not say that this tasted like a sour at all. Well, I won't. Delicious, though. And the second Logan, one that I'm going if it, to... Logan, if it was Blondie, I would have punched <clears throat> him in the dick and then again in his stupid dyed hair. Blondie's the guy I fought from at an airport. Same brewery. Uh, 903 Brewers, Pineapple Orange Guava. Uh, this is a hard seltzer slushy which i Ooh. didn't know when i bought it i thought it was just a slushy ale and i just now realized that it's a hard seltzer slushy so we'll give this one a shot carly goes it was deaf a sour no it's not Carl, it's literally I not you, i don't think you realize that sour beers don't have to actually be it's sour. a berliner vice that's that's a sour no that is fancy slang for sour no google it right now i will what's your next beer Oh, also, I meant to say that you can go on Nerd Wallet and they'll tell you auto loan rates. Yes, they will. So will uh, Credit Karma. I'm going to go with uh, Drecker Brewing's Morning Ritual, which is a coffee milk stout. Drecker's my favorite brewery. This is the first stout I've ever had from them, though. Uh, and I hope it lives up to all the expectations that I have. Jake's rum. Well, it depends on the source. But anyway, it is a tartier wheat beer, which is not a sour. It's a sour. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, the next topic from me for the next 15-ish minutes is this. Once I find it again, because I always forget what I'm going to talk about. Uh, here. At least you write it down. I still don't I do, do that. Do. I have a notepad next to my desk, and I still don't write it down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Dude, it's going to drive me crazy if I can't find this now. Do, 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 do. Don't hit me with the copyright claim, Mr. Jeopardy. I'm just making noise. Do, do. This is not what I was going to talk about. But because I can't find the other topic that I wanted to talk about, we'll talk about this one. It's going to drive me crazy now that I can't remember what it was. Anyway. <clears throat> if you could, or if you had to... Dude, what the fuck? I'm missing like 10 different things. This list was way longer. I'm going... Oh, you know what? I bet I'm... Uh, uh, uh. Remember, I got it now. Here it is. It In hit the me the second that I found the place where I actually put this. Okay, got it. Here we go. When was the last time you changed your opinion about something major? Uncle Kyle asked us to talk about baseball, and we did. That is true. If he had another topic that he asked for, I missed it. 
Uncle Kyle, if you're still here, you can uh, let us know what it is. So what is the last time I changed my mind? On your opinion, yeah. Your opinion on something major. Like, I'm not talking about you suddenly like onion. Yeah. I'm saying life-changing. Like, something that really shook you to your core. Um, but it was something that you, you may, may or may not have had, like, a hard belief about. And then you changed your mind. I think it was when I finally had the realization that I didn't want kids. Yeah? Did like, you grow up wanting kids? Yeah. I, I thought, even when I started dating Jess, like, I thought I wanted kids. And it was probably, like, two or three years into our relationship that it finally hit me. And I was like, like, my reasons for wanting kids were so selfish. Like, I wanted kids because I wanted on to the family coach. Name. No, not even that. I wanted <laughs> to fucking coach baseball. I don't need kids to do that. And I'm also a shitty coach. It's less coach. creepy if you have kids. It is, but I'm also a shitty coach. I like can't. Um, they, there's this like uh, it's. Uh, if I had to coach T-ball, I would fucking rip my eyeballs out. There's something about like it's a it's a very true thing. I, there's an actual <laughs> term for it in psychology, but I don't remember what it's called. But it's like if you are good at something, you have a really hard time comprehending why other people can't just do it. And that is me with baseball. It's like, I was always good at baseball. I, I could, if you put me in any position, I could play it. I could figure it out. I could hit, I could pitch, I could throw, I could field, I could run. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Anyways, he's over here winking for those listening after the fact. But it, it's just like, not to be braggy either. Like I, I didn't go pro. Like I wish <laughs> Clearly. I did. You're hanging out but, with me. Uh, yeah, like I don't, I so like if I have to coach somebody how to hit a ball, I don't get why you can't just do it. <laughs> why like, can't you hit it? Like I get why you can't do it, but like I don't, I don't know how to explain how to do it because it just comes so naturally to me. Hmm. So hmm. I've always struggled. So, but so, anyways, getting back on topic. So that was really like one of the biggest reasons why I wanted kids is I wanted to like coach them and like teach them how to play baseball and like see if they could have the career that I could like I never got to have. Um, and then it just like, it really just hit me that like, and like the, my reasons for not wanting kids are equally as selfish in my opinion. Cause like, I don't want to have to devote my time to another person. Like devoting my time to Jess is it's easy for me to do. Cause I love her. And I'm sure if I had a kid, it would be the same thing. It'd be easy for me to do. But like, if I have the choice to not bring a kid into this world, like I would rather not give up my time i would rather not give up my money i would rather not give up my freedom because frankly yeah. you give up a lot of that when you have a kid and i think like it it really took me until i was probably like 22 23 to like really realize that that was just absolutely not something that i want in my life at all and now i have yeah. no desire for it yeah i feel like i've had minor deviations in my you know thoughts and opinions over time constantly and i think so when i first thought of this topic i asked maybe, i don't know i shouldn't take credit because now i'm mixing all of my shit and carly maybe was the one that told me this but i think it was me i'm pretty sure anyway we were sitting at the table pondering podcast topics and i asked carly this question and we were while we were you know trying to figure it out i spent some time thinking about this and i was like i think i have to think all the way back for a major, major change to when I decided that I no longer believed in religion whatsoever. I think that might mm -hmm. be the largest 
and I don't even think it affected my life that much because I wasn't yeah. like overly religious growing up. But I think that is the the def, like one of those defining moments where it is a fundamental belief system that changes the way people live their lives. And I like yeah. there was that point where I was just like, you know what, I am. I don't believe it. I don't believe that shit. It's not for me. I'm out. I'm out. Right. And Carly asked me, I think while we were talking about this, she's like, well, were you like, did you like go to church or were you religious or whatever? And I was like, I can't remember exactly how the conversation went, but the long story short is I did, uh, because I had to, or just did because I like, didn't think about it. I don't know. I was like younger, yeah. sub seven years old or whatever. My parents or my grandma right. really just took me. And so you don't really, I didn't even put any critical thought into it until maybe, uh, middle schoolish, maybe mm-hmm. late elementary school early middle school something like that is when i first started to actually put some sort of a critical thought piece to it and then i remember i stopped going to church because i just didn't fucking want to it's not because i like had a full rejection of the belief system it's just because i didn't want to fucking be there right like it was boring uh and then i remember in middle school i went to i think i was in sixth grade seventh grade ish maybe i don't fucking remember exactly but i was going to this like youth thing and i remember the only reason that i went the only reason is because they had, like, free food there. And so I would, like, go to church for food. Hell yeah. And it's not like I didn't have food at home. I'm not trying to imply that. Like, my parents were feeding me. But I just was like, oh, free food. Why not? You know? So yeah. I fucking would go and eat at this place. And they had, like, Rice Krispies. And I love Rice Krispies. So I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm going to go get me a Rice Krispie at this church thing. Uh, and so I went. And then eventually um, I stopped going to that. And then that was the last time I ever went. Um, and then sometime after that is when I made that decision. I don't remember like the moment when I made that decision that I no right. longer, uh, <clears throat> I, I would say that I was probably in some semblance of denial for all of high school. Uh, and then it maybe was even like my freshman year of college before I was like, yeah, I'm like so fucking fully out on that. It's not even funny. Um, and then progressively more so ever since then. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think that's it for me. I think that was cause anything else, like if I think about it, <clears throat> I've never been like, especially from like the controversial topics of the world, like abortion and those things. Like mm-hmm. I've never really fundamentally changed my opinion on any of those. Same. Like, I don't think anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to think I, of anything else that I've like really been shaken up on. Yeah. I don't really like my, most of my like political opinions and everything like that <laughs> have been pretty, pretty consistent for me. Um, Religion was it was probably up there for me too. Um, I only went, ever went to youth group and church and anything like that because my my best friend growing up was religious and he yeah. went to church and he went to youth group, so I did too. Um, and then we had a little bit of a falling out for a bit, and I stopped going. And that's like it, it. It was no imp- like there was no impedance in my yeah. life or anything like that because I stopped going to church and I was just like, right, oh, this is dumb. Especially when you're not, like, a church, like, if you're not, like, a believer, right? Like, a real believer. Oh, yeah, I didn't care. Then stopping is, like, probably no impact. Yeah, it was just, like, if we had to talk about it, like, a way God impacted our life, I was, like, I I did good (laughs) stuff and good (laughs) stuff happened. I don't know. Dude, I remember, uh, like, one of the last times I ever went, they were doing this, like, um... You know how, like, they'll do games where, like, it's, like, a race between two teams, but, like, basically, I don't even know how to describe this, I guess, but, like, they would do, 
we had a team and we were all standing in a line and two people would go at a time, like one from each team and you'd be asked a question and it was like some biblical fucking trivia shit, right? Yeah. I don't think I've probably ever known anything about the Bible. Like even when I was going, I probably didn't pay attention enough to know what the fuck was going on, right? And so I went to this thing and I was, like I said, I was there for the free food. And so I get to the front of the line and they ask me some question and I think it was literally like name a female name in the Bible. Like any of them. And I was just like, I don't know, bro. Mary, <laughs> I got, that's all I got. I have no idea. And so, uh, you know, it was something as simple as that. And so, every, you know, it's like, if, yeah. if my belief system was already so limited, <laughs> like you could tell that the impact of me deciding that it wasn't for me was uh, pretty low overall. But it does change the way that you think about things um, and impact different parts of your life. Because when you start seeing the connection of like uh, religion or whatever, in other you know facets of life like politics or things like that then it definitely will impact when you've when you've made that decision if you will um it impacts the way that you see other things like that when you see those things popping up other places right yep. and in conversations with other people or whatever you know yeah man that's the topic jake you got one more what's it gonna be i do have one more and why what would be our final episode before the nfl draft without doing a little draft of our own <laughs> if this is a mock uh draft of rookies it is not i know I you fucked. are woefully underprepared for yes, that so I we are not so unprepared for that doing that we're just gonna have a little bit of fun with our drafts so okay. here are the 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 five things we are going to draft hold on let me get a note out make sure you get a note out Logan, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Draft time. And Logan, it is not the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger <laughs> Dunning effect is the opposite of what I was referring to. I don't know uh, what that means. The Dunning-Kruger effect is basically like, uh, say you know somebody who knows how to play a keyboard, mm -hmm. and suddenly they think they're the fucking greatest keyboardist that ever lived. Mm. Like the Dunning-Kruger effect essentially is like stupid people slightly know how to do something and think they're the fucking greatest at it i have the dunning kruger effect about video games <laughs> Him, you're a dog you're a dog right. you don't miss son what am i drafting all right so we're gonna draft one car brand car brand one clothing brand clothing go ahead one beverage brand. One TV slash movie brand. Brand? Are you saying like a show or like a producer or a? Yeah. So like a it's a, a it streaming a, service. It can, it can be a, a TV series, a uh, a TV like a uh, like six, it could be sixty minutes. You could draft Cartoon Network. You could draft CNN. You could draft the Star Wars series like the star wars movies i'll have to think about that go ahead that'll be and you don't have to do this in any particular order by the way you can draft if you want to draft your your tv first or last yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, 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 yeah. you can do it and the last one is a video game series okay do i get to go first we're gonna flip a coin a coin flip hey siri flip tails. a coin tails it's heads, so you can see that I am not lying. It is heads. I get to go first. So to start us off, I'm gonna go with the a beverage brand. 
Oh, good. I'm going to play to the masses. And I'm taking the brand of Coca-Cola. That covers Gatorade. That's vitamin water. Dasani. Get it out of here. I love Dasani. I'm, maybe that's Dasani is probably the worst water. Uh, I like Dasani. That's that's a hot take. But Dasani I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna start it off with that, and I'm gonna take Coca-Cola. Well, that makes it easy for me because I don't have to fight with you about this. Not that you'd pick this anyway, but I'm going with The Witcher series for my video game series. Ooh, interesting pick. You get you get to go again. We're snake drafting this. Uh, snake so. drafting. Logan thought I was gonna say Malort. Logan. I wish I could say Malort, but... Well, it'd be silly of me to pick a beverage now because you don't get to do that again. So I'm going to go with something else. And I want to go with... And this might be... Um, Logan said he's never been so turned on, by the way. You're welcome, buddy. I'm here for you. Um, okay, I need to figure out... Hold on a second. I can't remember this brand of t-shirt. Uh, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to show up here in like five seconds and then I'm going to tell you cuts true classic no no no, 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 no. built no go away actually i really do like built t-shirts comfort right colors um no i have to it's a brand that produces all of like the blank t-shirts that you can buy like plain t-shirts and yeah. everybody's using them now comfort colors it's not comfort colors don't pick comfort a plain t-shirt brand and i'll let you go while i <laughs> research this <laughs> Comfort Colors is the absolute goat, by the way. I want to say, so I'm looking at this, and it's like uh, Bella Canvas is on here, but I don't think that's right. Whatever I it is, it's like right. the most softest softest T-shirts of all time. Is it EchoVision brand clothing? No, use code no, Perry at checkout for 10% no, off. No, um, Or no. just use the link in the description. It automatically applies the code for you. So if, while you're for doing what? that. For what? For clothing? Yeah, we have clothing, too. What do you mean? We have we? clothing. We have fucking, we have wallets. With a little spot for what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> Echo Vision. What are you the, talking the about? The greatest pre-workout brand in the world. We got wallets with the oh, little spring thingy in it. It's yeah, got yeah, open yeah. slot. It, you know what slots? Go with your open. next one. I'll figure out these cards brand. there. Um, all right. So for me, I'm gonna I'm just gonna take video games right away. I'm gonna take Call of Duty. It's That's an fine. easy one for me. Generic, boring, lame, loser. Says the guy who can't fucking name. The T-shirt brand he's trying to draft. I right think I'm now. just gonna say that it's Bella Canvas, and then if Carly's around, she can. It's not fucking Gildan, Logan. God damn it! The top end of Gildan is pretty good, but Carly said it is Bella Canvas. Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you, Bella but, Canvas. It is. I'm taking it. If you don't know what that is, they make the softest, most comfy T-shirts of all time, and a lot of like little shops and shit go through Bella Canvas to buy, like print their shirts because they're so high quality and so comfy. Comfort colors clears. Um, anyways, I am also going to take my car brand here. Okay. And I'm going to go with Jeeps. Of course you are, you fucking loser. Because <laughs> I have a Jeep now. It's not a, it's not a Wrangler. <clears throat> I, sorry to disappoint, guys. I wish Jake, I had a Wrangler, but... Uh, you might take offense to this, but I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say it out loud on the podcast. Let's hear it. The second I found out that you bought a Jeep, I said, this is going to become... A major part of Jake's personality now. I have not. He's going to be a Jeep guy. I've oh yeah, I'm a Jeep guy. I'm a Jeep guy. My first like ever Jeeps. car. You can fact check this. My first ever car was a 1998 Jeep Grand Cherokee. I have been a Jeep guy, my guy. I'm a Jeep guy. Don't even worry about it. I'm a Jeep guy. I'm gonna now. I have to buy a Project Wrangler just to be even more of a Jeep guy. Logan <laughs> yeah. confirmed in the chat. 
my actual brother can confirm that my first vehicle was a 1998 Jeep Grand Cherokee. All right, I will go with a car brand as well. But I am going to go with Toyota. Not yeah, only because I have one, but because they are the most reliable, long-lasting, high-mileage fucking tanks of all time. Logan brings up a fun story from Japanese manufacturer. That my parents did steal my car when I was at school and traded in. That's kind of sad, man. Oh, I got to tell you a story sometime. If we have time um, on this podcast, I will. All right, so you got Toyota. And then what's your second pick here? I'm going to go with... So when you say TV or movie, you mean a series, not a producer, right? Like, just so I have that straight. We can do a producer if you want. I'm fine with doing a series if you're saying a series. Let's do a series. Let's do a series. In that case, I'm going with Band of Brothers. That's a good one. I am immediately following this up with my TV series, which is going to be New Girl. Which is one of, if not the greatest television shows of all time. That might be controversial. It shouldn't be. I don't really like New Girl. I'm not going to lie to you. You need to give it another shot, my guy. My, one of my college roommates was like so fucking hard on for New Girl, and I just I couldn't get it. It's so that being good. said, though, I never really understood How I Met Your Mother, and then I ended up watching the whole series, and I didn't think it was that bad. Not a favorite met, of mine, but... How I Met Your Mother's very solid, but New Girl clears pretty easily. And so what's my last one? My clothing brand comes up last. Mm-hmm. I knew I did this for a reason, because I don't... My clothing affinities are so all over the place. I think I have to go with Comfort Colors. Comfort Colors are my favorite fitting t-shirts of all time. I don't think I've had a Comfort Colors. You, I'm going to get you one. It's, it's literally like the same thing. Like they just, they're the one of the go-to printing shirts for a lot of people. Like Logan, this comment makes it sound like you're just saying that is definitely a TV series. And I appreciate that. That is exactly what he's saying. So (laughs) fuck you too, Logan. Um, all right. For me, I am going to go with, uh, Anheuser-Busch. I knew my beverage of choice. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, you're welcome because that includes everything to include Bud Light next and a bunch of microbreweries that people don't even credit for them being an umbrella and parent company for, including that stupid ass fucking conservative dad beer or whatever they came out with in protest of Anheuser-Busch, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, if you didn't know and you're buying that because you don't like Bud Light, uh, Bud Light also produces that beer. I just want to make a quick hot take for everybody out there listening. Every brand in some way, shape, or form has supported the LGBTQ community. So if yep. you are fading Budweiser because of that and drinking a different brand, you're probably supporting the same community anyway. So thanks i guess there was some really 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 fucking awesome posts on the interwebs about this uh when people were like i'm dumping out my bud light because i'm a bigot uh and then when they did it uh they're like i'm feeling it with Coors light and then people were immediately yep. like replying with pictures of like the you know the pride uh series that Coors light did and it's like you guys are fucking idiots um that was 
I posted a TikTok about that because I saw the almost probably the exact video that you saw, and I just kindly pointed out that Coors Light supports them. Uh, the truck, I believe it was a Ford truck that he was driving, supports <laughs> yeah. them. The Vans shoes that he were wearing, he was mm-hmm. wearing, supports them. The the jerk, the shirt brand that he was wearing yeah. supports them. It's yeah. like everything about you. He put it in a Coke fridge. Like Coke is one of the yeah. largest supporters in America, anyway. Like. If you're going to fade stupid shit like that, don't do it. But anyways, that is our draft. I will probably remember to not post this one on social media. Um, But Um, one of these days, I'll post them all in a thread, and we'll just see who's the ultimate drafter for the last year and a half. I think it's probably me. Okay, uh, Logan, uh, in response to what you're saying with Jack Daniels, yes, they do. And it's so funny because I saw a guy that was ditching all of his Jack Daniels. And, like, you have to be a special kind of bigot to get rid of like thousands of dollars worth of shit. Cause it was some guy that was like a, a serious Jack Daniels collector. Not only did he have like giant bottles of like normal and like flavored Jack Daniels, but he had like special edition ones and like posters and fucking all sorts of shit. And he was burning it all in his back. It was fucking hilarious. You should play that Epic screen record from the old episode. You should play that. Do I have it? Uh, you should. Cause I think Carly probably sent it to you. <laughs> That should be our intro song. <laughs> it should be. Not one, um, not two, not three, not four. <laughs> that was for not one, not two, so not three. Fucking Carly, did you text that to me or did you Snapchat I that? I think she to me? snapped it to you. Carly, snap it to me again and I'll it play me. it. Because I, I obviously didn't save for it. Not one, not two, not three, not for four. For one thing, for two, maybe three, four, five, six five things. things. Yeah, whatever it was. That was really good. That could be our outro, maybe. Um, while Jake is dealing with that, I'll close out our normal spiel of things. So thank you again for joining us for another episode of two average husbands. He's Jake. I'm Kyle. You can find him on Twitter and other places probably, but definitely on Twitter at Perry underscore FF. Uh, you can't find me on social media anymore. There may come a day when I decide that I at least want to be a part of the social media scene for the two average husbands stuff. But at least for now, I'm anti social media for myself. It's been Really, honestly, relieving and fantastic. I probably spend a little bit more time on Reddit than I should. Um, just looking at things to kind of like feed my former, you know, need for social media. But for the most part, I stay off it and it's great. Anyway, you can find the podcast at number two ABG Husbands uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can find us on YouTube as well. It's probably the best way to hang out with us because you can watch us live and then you can comment in the stream. If you don't want to do that, uh, you can listen to the podcast all over the freaking place. Anywhere you can download or listen to podcasts, we're probably there. And in addition, if you don't feel like commenting on YouTube for whatever reason, you can comment on Twitch or on Discord. Got it out. Uh, you can also watch us on Twitter in addition to all of those many different stupid things that I just listed. Um, if you have podcast ideas, feel free to, <clears throat> if you know us, text us. If you don't know us, DM us. If you definitely don't know us, uh, you can... Do any number of things like comment or whatever the fuck. I don't Leave know, a comment, matter. hop in the Discord, send us a message there. The big do thing something. is, is we do have a separate thread in the Discord now for podcast topics. Speaking of, we had one listed in there. I just saw it earlier today. I don't know what the fuck prime hydration is, so I have nothing to say about it. Um, and Jake said he thinks it's disgusting. So that's probably the end of that topic right there. Um, but other than that... Um, yeah, definitely come and join us on the podcast. Listen to us, chat with us, give us podcast ideas. Let us know what you want to talk about. If you have something burning that you want to talk about with us, let us know. Maybe we'll let you come on and hang out with us and talk as well. Jake, you can give whatever spiel you want while I pull up this video from Carly. 
like Kyle said, if you want to hop on the episode, just let us know. I got a few guests in the back burner that I got to send messages to and actually remember to invite on. Um, so you will see some new faces in here very, very shortly uh, for some guest episodes. Uh, if you are listening to this live right now or you are listening to it on either today, the 26th, or tomorrow, the 27th, uh, the NFL Draft is tomorrow night. Kyle and I, along with some other guests, Logan, who's in the chat tonight, as well as some of my friends over at JWB Fantasy Football, and just some other friends of mine uh, maybe hopping in and out. So we're going to be watching the first round of the NFL Draft live Just the here. first round. Just, just the first round. The first round. We won't be on for Saturday or Sunday of the NFL Draft, or the uh, or Friday and Saturday of the NFL Draft, but we will be on for the first round. Um, it will be a bit of a long stream. We'll probably be playing some video games throughout the draft as well. So if you guys want to get some uh, some games in, some Warzone, some Apex, if we can convince Kyle to get over there instead. Probably not. Um, probably not, but if you guys want to uh, hang out with us, feel free to shoot me a message or just uh, hop into the live stream. Uh, if you hop in the chat and want to join it. us, I'll send that link over to you. Kyle, before we forget, rate your second beer. My beer is a 3.0 at best. Mm. I'm not a big fan of artificial mango flavor. I don't like mangoes. Yeah. And when it's artificial, I feel like it's a little overpowering. Um, and this beer just tastes like mango to me. I don't really taste the other flavors, so I'm really not that into it. That's tough. Jake, rate yours, and then I'm going to play this clip. This is a very good breakfast stout. If you like breakfast stouts, you will like this. I'm going 375. It doesn't have like a spectacular flavor profile to push it any higher for me, but it is a very solid beer. I ain't going to lie to you. It's not stout season. I'm surprised you're stouting. Honestly, I just need to get them out of my fridge. All right. Anyway, let's play. It's also still like 40 degrees here for me. I do too, but the hunt, like, just the str- I'm a, a, the, uh, so I'm a slut for two things, three, th- four things, five things in life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying that, I was like, wait. I'm a slut for not one, not two, not three, not for one, five two, things three, in life. Five, five things. Yeah, that's true. That's a good clip. That's good that clip list might be longer now, too. We might be up to like 10. We need to figure one that out, the- and we need to make that into an audio recording for our outro. <laughs> or one of the intro. I am one, not a slut for one of these things. One of these days, I will put together an actual intro for this podcast. You don't have to hear me saying the same sentences over and over and over again. But that has been another episode of Two Average Husbands. We will see you all either tomorrow or in our next episode. I got to stop saying next week because Kyle keeps flaking on me. I'm doing Okay. Hey, speak of the devil. I'm done with school for one whole month, which means I shouldn't be missing anything for the podcast. I should be here every week for the month. So we will see you tomorrow, and we will see you in next week's episode. But that's all, folks. Don't forget, tell somebody that you love them.